Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hey guys, Lance Erline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Texans are there and the Texans are in the playoffs. An emotional C.J. Stroud gets his young team into the postseason with a record of 10-7 and and a win on the road here in Indianapolis in Week 18. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Hey, 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 it's Bud Howard, and I'm going to sing a song for you. And I'm going to show you a thing or two. What do you mean that's late? That's good stuff. You're just playing Fat Albert. I know, but Fat Albert, when was the last time you heard Fat Albert? That's What's good stuff. What's creative about that? That's lazy. He just played it. He just said, let's just play this song, Fat Albert. Yeah. Hey, so hey, I guess hey. tomorrow we'll hear Welcome Back, Cotter. Welcome back. We should have played. He should have had something great. Your dreams are your ticket out. Look what happened yesterday. Or <laughs> Saturday, actually. And, well, no, yesterday because Jacksonville. This is yeah. huge stuff. Uh, yeah. This is huge stuff. What? A division championship after being the laughing stock in all of football? And it just gets a fat Albert? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You baby. You like class on a Saturday. You like school on a Saturday. No, no class. class. So let me ask you this. So this is the seventh time the Texans have won and been in the playoffs, won the division. No big deal. You know how many times they've played on Saturday afternoon? Uh, uh, I don't. Seven. Okay. Well, they're not headliners. <laughs> Why? But it's... After what we saw Saturday night? Yeah. You know what I fear? They're not a headline organization yet, uh, but I've, it's changing I, with C.J. Stroud. I kind of fear, guys. though, that Puka Nakua got the last headlines yesterday, picking up receiving, and, uh, receiving yards and receptions. No. I don't know. Beating a rookie... Who a rookie who won the division? He has no chance. You can bet anything you want on Puka Nakua; he's going to lose. Well, I hope you're right. Yeah, but he's not going to be close. I what's, bet you they're t- it's what's more be close. important is Will Anderson has got a shot at Defensive Player of the Year now. Yeah, because Jalen Carter has just and the Eagles have gone in the absolute and complete toilet. Oh my God, are that's they the one that's actually in more. I think that C.J. Stroud is more locked in than Jalen Carter is as Defensive Rookie, Offensive Rookie, and Defensive Rookie. Kobe Turner for the Rams also has a stake in the defensive rookie in the year. But, no, Nakua's going to get his votes. But I think ultimately the quarterback wins that award. Yeah, I mean, Nakua's going to get votes, though. Yeah, he's going to get Make votes. Make no mistake. Said, well, he should get votes. He should. His year's been incredible. CJ's year's been incredible. These two guys have Pro Bowl years. Yeah. For anybody. No, for right. Any quarterback, no, no, they, no, no. Well, Nakua actually made the Pro Bowl team mm-hmm. and CJ's first alternate. Yeah, and you could have argued for CJ. Yeah. Oh no, he had a better well, he had a better year than Patrick Mahomes. He did. He just no, did. No, we don't we have yeah. to. We don't have to stop. Pull up on that. He yeah, did. Yeah, he did. He did. This that Pat Mahomes was, can barely beat you the watch Chargers the game? at home. I watched it. Um, I watched the first half up here, and then I watched the second half at home. Well, yeah, with the kids and with snacks. He was crying. Snacks. Snacks was not home. He was oh, watching good. his friends eat them. But here's what he told me yesterday, because I've always been under the belief, and I've known with knowledge that Snacks, he likes the Colts first and the Texans second. He told me yesterday, I just want you to know, I am never, I am cheering for the Browns and to beat the Texans, and I am never cheering for the Texans ever again for as long as I live. <laughs> it's a trash organization. It's a trash city. I said, we live here. 
What do you mean? He goes, I don't care. As long as the Texans are in it, it's a trash city. And I actually have come to hate the Texans now. And I said, that's how I knew that he's getting hit. Like sports is hurting his feelings, which is good. It builds character for sports to hurt your feelings. And I'm like, good. You know, his, his godfather, Chris Ballard, grew up here in Texas City with the Oilers in their heyday, and he was a Steelers fan. And the Steelers were our absolute rivals. They were a lot like the Peyton Manning Colts where you had no – you just couldn't beat them. Like, they were just the evil empire. So, I guess he's taken after him. But, uh, hey, uh, you know, you can cry all you want. Cry a river of tears. Texans are in the playoffs. And they won the division Division because Jacksonville has also gone to the toilet. Oh, they're the worst. Well, I don't know who finished worse. Jacksonville. The, okay, Dolphins, Jacksonville, or Philadelphia? Um, well, I think Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia losing four of the last five, including, including. Now, Dallas was going to win as long as they beat Washington. They, yes, they won they, the division, right? right? So that, I mean, it still is not a good look to. Well, the concern here for Philadelphia is Jalen Hurts. Ever since David Carr, David Carr may have been right, by the way. David Carr is probably right. You should. I don't like the way he said it. Right. I don't like the way he said it. But or he could have been more tactful in how he said it. But maybe Jalen Hurts should have sat down for a little bit when he was hurt, because they've now lost. I think it's five of the last six or four of the last five, for sure. They've lost four of the last five. For me, it's them. I mean, four of the last five against some average opponents. They should have lost at home to Buffalo. Got kind of a miraculous win there. Uh, but Jacksonville, you know, they had some quarterback. They had some injured. They had injured quarterback, which hurt them. But still, they lost division to the Texans. The the Dolphins lost three of their last five to lose out on the division last night, and to uh, go from the from the two seed yeah. to what the six seed. They're the six seed now. Holy that's crap! Unbelievable. That's a, that's a, well. That's the how Jaguars I- fell all the way out of the playoffs. The Jaguars might be the the the, the one. I mean, as bad they they have been. You're in a bad, you were in a awful. You're in a fairly weak division, and you don't even make the playoffs. Ten and, and seven in, division. You were in a great. You were in a great spot. Listen, you the only division worse is the NFC South. All right, nine and eight. Yeah. The uh, every other division winner, thirteen wins, eleven wins, eleven wins. Wait, but hold on. NFC East, though. If you're the NFC East, you've got Washington and the Giants twice. Yeah. I mean, you've got four games. Where you should rack up, and, uh, yeah, and the if, NFC East played. Yeah, but against, if you're the NFC South, you've got Tampa, New Orleans, Falcons, and Panthers. Oh yeah, you so you well, got but, four. But Tampa's one of the not great teams either. No, no, right, none of them are. Well, we played that division. Yeah, I know. But here's the problem: oh. lost to Carolina, lost to the Falcons. Falcons just fired head coach uh, um, Arthur Arthur Smith. It just came out, so the Texans got that coach fired. Did you see? Well, what, wait. Well, we can get him fired with a. We lost to him. Yeah. So Did you see the Texans schedule next year? By any chance? Is it already? It's oh. already out. Who determined who they're going to be playing now? Since they won the division. Okay. First of all, got a bunch of ones. They're playing the NFC Central, the Lions, Packers, Bears, and Vikings. That's not super scary, right? Uh, now. They're playing the AFC East. The Bills, the Dolphins, the uh, Patriots, and the Jets. Could be a little tough. And then uh, there, there are three games against none of those. Are the Ravens here, the Cowboys there. Good. And the Chiefs there. Good. Chiefs suck. Ravens, well, it's a revenge okay. game. And the Cowboys are the Cowboys. So yeah. we worried about any of those? Nothing. nothing. You, know what I hear? you know what I smell out of that? You know what I smell? Five and two. You know how I smell out of that? It's, Five and two. You ain't playing the last place schedule or the AFC, uh, the NFC South anymore. Maybe you didn't hear. Texans don't shine shoes no more. Well, maybe maybe they maybe need to get hear. back. To you're sh- already scared in 2024. It's 2023. We're in January 2023. You're already scared about next year's schedule. We're, it's, it's January 2024. Well, okay, yeah, actually, yeah, you're, yeah, it is. We don't have to be afraid of the fall already. Uh, well, they're not uh, all these Mariners. Well, it is different playing a first place. Absolutely, schedule, as opposed to a Are last. You worry place about schedule. that. We got playoffs now. Yeah. Yeah, so Texans will beat the Browns. Browns opened at two, then they went to two and a half, then they came back down to two. I think the Texans win that game with C.J. Stroud. I think Flacco's pumpkin. I think his little. I think he turns into a pumpkin. Um, it'll be different for them with C.J. Stroud. I mean, they got to face off against <laughs> against Case Keenum and 
Davis Mills last last time. It's a little different with C.J. Stroud and, frankly, Nico Collins. You know, I really got to reassess. Nico, I've, I've always thought he'd be a good number two wide receiver. I mean, in this offense where you are, where he's allowed to play his best brand of football, which is keeping his feet moving, not running a bunch of stop routes and, and, and intermediate breakers. And, you know, he keeps, keeps moving with longer passes. He, I mean, he's a, no, he's a wide receiver one. Look at his season, his season yesterday. He had, he was number two in yardage. He had the most yardage for a receiver since DeAndre Hopkins for the Texans. He's only the third receiver in Texans history to reach, I think it's 1,400 yards. There's only been DeAndre and Andre Johnson, obviously. Um, the Texans' defense set the team record for sacks. I don't think most people are aware of that. I was shocked. 46 sacks, team record. Granted, it's a game extra, but more than yeah. any of the J.J. Watt-era Texans, more than the Bulls on Parade 2011 defense, uh, 46 with that pass rush from D'Amico Ryan. So does coaching matter? Yes. Does Nick Casario, is he going to win executive of the year? Yes. Um, but then this offensive, you know, this offense and this quarterback, look what it's done to unlock Nico Collins. Yeah. It's been phenomenal. No. And he's going to be you expensive. Gotta, you got to pay that man. You got to pay that man his money now after this, after that game. Nine targets, nine catches, 195 yards, and a touchdown. He Including was 75 on catch one. How did he? Yeah. Well, it's still eight catches for 125. It's still a good game beyond just the yeah. loss, or 115, beyond just that, that, uh, yeah. or 120, I 120. Guess, beyond the first. Yeah. I mean, eight for 120 still a huge still game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was great. And he's been great all year long. Um, CJ, we're going to hear from CJ. We'll hear from, uh, D'Amico Ryan's in this show, but, we also want to hear from you. Um, many of you, even without the seventy-five yard catch, it was fifteen yards of catch. Even yeah. you take the fifty, the seventy-five yarder out of there. Well, and that's how the about good, that. So that's a good thing about this offense. It's got West Coast concepts, and what that means is basically your your feet are always moving, right? You're they try to hit you on the move so you can catch in yards after the catch. But there's levels, so you have a short and intermediate and deep. On some, some are just kind of intermediate and deep, and, and I thought they did a really good job of showing. And if you ever notice this with – I did some film stuff way back in the day when Kubiak was here. They do a great job of conflicting safeties. So you want to have bait routes that make safety decide, okay, am I going to cover this or cover this? And the quarterbacks can read that safety and make decisions off of it. And C.J. Stroud has been – and so Bobby Slowick must have seen something on tape because for the first play that he dialed up, was a, a play-action shot down the field. Well, he had the option. Basically, if the safety dives down, he's got other two other options. This is why the idea that he's calling bad plays. This guy doesn't call any plays for this wide receiver. It's dumb. There's plays that the, the, a quarterback is supposed to read what the defense gives him. And like Bobby Sloak, it's a great example. That safety bit down instead of backing up, which I don't know why he bit down on on I don't know. made no sense with yep. a, with a two with a split safety look to bite down on on the tight end coming across and he was already jammed up too like why he didn't get off his mark and backpedal but all I know is CJ Stroud saw it and went uh oh so I wonder if Bobby Slowick saw something on tape that made him believe that they were going to get that look that they yeah, were going to get a that's shot that's what they said and we got the that's what they said part, yeah. they said he probably now he also in the he may have said that in the meeting he may have said we think we got a shot our first play is a shot play because we saw something on tape yep. with the safety. He may have told them that during the they did. production. Well, meeting. apparently he did. I mean, it, the way they were talking, yes. they felt like that was going to be the case. Who was uh, the color commentator? I, I couldn't hear it. I was, at, I was at a bar. I can't remember who it was. We went to uh, Ducky McSweeney's and watched the uh, game. It was, uh, it, was, it was neat. It was fun. We had uh, 10 of, 12 of us over there. It was a lot of fun. We had a great time. And the place just exploded when the pass was incomplete. We got so much to talk about. We got to get it going on right here. We're going to hear from uh, all of the uh, all of the combatants. Yeah, all of the people that were so important to that win and to this title. We will do that on the other side. But I got to start with Doc Linville. As a matter
matter of fact, I made an appointment. I'm going to go see him. I'm going to get some PRP uh, done. It's a, a little boost. It's a, it, it, the PRP is a great way. It's a less expensive, but it's a way to boost. It's like fertilizer for your hair, right? It boosts uh, the growth of your own hair as opposed to the neografting, which is resodding. Okay. As, so that look at it in those terms. The PRP is like fertilizing. And the uh, neografting is like sodding. So here's the deal: is do you need to sod? Do you need to fertilize? It's a lot. It's a lot less expensive to fertilize. So give a call or go to the website nine seven five hair dot com, and and Doc will tell you which one is good for you. And right now, and it ain't lasting long because it is going to go away. You got fifty cents off per graft neograft. You got fifty percent off each one right now. That could save you up to $1,000 or more uh, at 975hair.com. You're looking for a great way to have hair, and you'll love it. I'm telling you, Doc is awesome. 975hair.com. ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. You're hooked up with it. You hooked up with it. You decided to marry it. I told you I wasn't into it. You said it didn't matter. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. So, apparently, we got hail warnings going on today for the national championship game. We're going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go tonight to the game. I got to decide if I'm going to. You got. You better hurry. I mean, well, the game's tonight. Well, I got a media pass. Just go pick it up. Oh, well, I have to hurry. I just have to get to the JW Marriott. Well, that's the problem. I mean, it's right here. JW Marriott. Yeah, no, it's easy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, you need to get, you need to go to the game. Were you sitting on the seven hundred level? Uh, Media no. pass? No. no, I can go down on the ground. Oh, oh, that's nice. It's, it's fine. It's not the best place to watch it. No, you get so excited. You're on the floor on the you're field. On the field. It's not that great. It's not great. I did that for five years with the Texans. I'll be honest with you. I was at the Superdome, and their media is up in their top level, and it actually is not bad. Like, it's actually a pretty good seat. Uh, You can see the whole field. Here at NRG Stadium, we are so high. It is the highest I've ever seen. So you can see the top of their head. I'm I'm sure there's maybe a higher press box, but I'm not sure if there's a higher press box in the world. In the world? No, I don't think so. I think it may well, be the, the highest, highest in the world. Press box but the there's world. also some auxiliary seating at some of these, so we'll see what happens with the game tonight. But the storm comes in around uh, 4 o'clock. Is, well, now, we're, we're, we got a chance of getting some rain before then, but it really starts to intensify about 4 o'clock with winds kicking up to 20 miles. Actually, a 20-mile-an-hour wind, John, is going to be taking place like starting at 11 a.m. We're going to have wind. We're going to have different storms coming in, but the heavy stuff could start around uh, 4 o'clock and last till about 6, and then it really... So, for the game, it should be fine, but traveling for the game could be... A certain, you guys just mostly aren't going to the game, but just getting home, you could be in some uh, in some weather. And then it's going to cool way off after that and get down and uh, tomorrow morning when you wake up it'll be back in the 40s okay that's enough weather that's that's that, well okay, it's that's, partly cloudy no, but no it's heavy percent heavy oh, chance what's of rain. the dew point again there's no dew point we're concerned about the hail right okay now. you brought okay. hail to the show yeah i did bring i accidentally said something about the weather okay now did come you from see a family of farmers did you see the picture and actually the video which was played nationally Jake browning's girlfriend i did Oh, not that one. The that was suit. a good. Was it was really good, but no, it's even better. It's D'Amico in the hallway, with just sitting there. Aaron Wilson got it. It's yeah. a great shot. It's a great shot because you also know it's not really as far away uh, enough away, and you kind of know D'Amico. That's not posed. What I saw was a coach who's been through a lot because it's a stressful job. It's a super stressful job, and it's a coach who had a chance to just decompress and think. Yeah. He's standing outside the locker room. He's up against the wall. I think he's got one leg up against the wall, and he's just he's got Heads his head down. down. Yeah. You could tell that he is in deep uh, thought. He is, and it's it's a it's a thankful moment. Here's D'Amico talking about that moment after the game. During that moment, I was just thankful, really thankful for this, uh, to be in this position, right, to – Thankful for our guys and the way they fought, like all of everything that we've been through throughout the entire year, just taking it all in and been through a lot, a lot of ups and downs for us to grind through the season and find a way 
right, to get an opportunity in the playoffs, it's a special moment. One I always remember. Yeah, it was just it was a moment just of, of gratitude. It was, uh, yeah, you could just see, you could just, I mean, that's a perfect picture. You know what? He needs to have that picture in his office because that, it, it really, really sums up a a season of whole, it, this is like one of the most unbelievable endings to a season that I can remember. A rookie quarterback, rookie coach, all the injuries. Offense started with the offensive line that you lose your center. You've lost you lost your guard. You lost your wide receiver. I thought when Tank went down, okay, there there that's the season. It's over. Robert Woods, who started he's gone. Noah Brown, who had a big year, he's gone. Uh, you've you've lost Grenard at times. You've lost Anderson at times. You've lost just a you lost Jimmy Ward was there and not there. I don't know how many times Stingley didn't play in seven games. I mean, it's guy after guy after guy, and you're division champs. Well, I, I mean, mean, yeah, you can make whatever excuses like it's not a good division. You played a terrible schedule and all that stuff. The Texans were part of being a favorable schedule. That organization was the most favorable matchup you could have for three years. D'Amico Ryans and and with the help of, obviously, Nick Casario in the offseason and just incredible play that... I talked to John Beck. Right, John Beck is... I think I'm going to try to get him on the show. He's West Coast. Try to get him on the show. He worked with C.J. Stroud. I thought it was just last year before the draft, but he's actually been working with C.J. Stroud for a few years. And I was talking to him about, you know... CJ and, and the poise and the maturity level that I, you know, there were some issues when he was, there were some issues of immaturity in his background. And I don't see any of them in the pros. Like, I was concerned about it, some of the stuff I heard. I don't see any of them. I see the exact opposite. I see the guy who is just, you know, I'm just praying it never, it doesn't turn into another Deshaun thing where it looks a certain way coming in. And it's not that because he looks like, I mean, he conducts himself like one of the most serious game-minded quarterbacks in the league already, and it's awesome. And John Beck said, you know, honestly, Lance, he goes, we knew he was – he's a smart kid. We knew – you know, we all know about his talent. He said, you watch tape, you saw what he could do. He said, but none of us saw this, like – this caught everybody by surprise how well he's played. He goes, sometimes you just grow up fast. And I said, he made a comment about um, a quarterback. He talked to a veteran quarterback who helped him – see things differently. He goes, I don't know who that would be. He goes, you know, I was a veteran quarterback in the league. He said, we have other guys who are coaches here. And he goes, maybe he's talking about me, but I don't know who he's talking about. He said, but I can tell you this, we would talk about situations. What happens when you've won four games in a row? And you, he said, we would go through all these ups and downs and we go through the mental situations of being a quarterback. Uh, John Beck was actually here with Gary Kubiak years ago, which I didn't realize. Um, he was here on a, as a, in 2012, I, I think he was, yeah. and they brought Case Keenum in off practice squad and John Beck ended up getting cut, but John Beck was here. Uh, he was with the Shanahan's in Washington for a while. So he knows Bobby Slowick real well because, you know, he was on that staff and he just, and the Texans talked to him and spoke with him before. Cause there was a little dust. There was just a little, uh, a thing that happened pre-draft between Slowick and, and, uh, um, and CJ Stroud, but it, it didn't end up being anything. It was just, you know, kind of a little battle of wills, and CJ is very coachable. Sloic loves them. They love each other. Yep. And I tell you what, it's just, I think that we, I don't know that you can give, do you give one to, to do you give one to CJ more than D'Amico, one to D'Amico more that, than CJ? I think it's even. That's, I can't that's even. so funny because I was on a show, um, a betting show on, on Thursday or Friday, Thursday or Friday, whatever. And they asked me, so who gets most credit for CJ? And I was like, he goes, is it Slowick? Is it D'Amico? Is it? I said, it's CJ. I mean, that, right? I mean, ultimately, you can, I think you know, that's the right answer. I mean, the kid is just, he is, he's, un, it's unbelievable. He's unflappable. He is so clutch. There's no moment too big. It, everything about him has been, the, he, did he, pl- he almost played a perfect game. I mean, I don't remember. He made a throw over the middle, and it was – I don't. I think it might have been the one that was dropped, that, that, that was right in his hands, but he was get, getting waylaid by somebody coming into the pocket, and he got hit, and C.J. threw uh, – off oh. his – he didn't, couldn't even step into it. And it wasn't he, a catch? 
I don't. I don't remember. I think it was was it to Schultz. No, it was um, it was to um, nineteen. Um, oh, Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Uh-huh. It was to Hutchinson, and Hutchinson comes over the middle, and he he had three guys around him, but it was perfect. The yeah. ball was perfect. You know, the, and the- it was like, how in the hell did he get that ball? That was the throw I thought of the year for CJ. Oh, well, the scramble play where he well, kept th- it alive yeah. and then threw it into a space where only Nico could get it. And because it looked like he's throwing it up for grabs, but the reality is, he is, um, he is, he's throwing it to a space, and they were able to, you know, Nico was able to run over and grab that. That was another play that was unbelievable. I mean, this is the thing. You're right. Yeah, coach's job is to make you better, but we saw in the Georgia game in college, CJ's ability to have games like this against high, a, a game like that against the be- very best t- talent. Not only this year he had a season like that, obviously not every game is the highest highs, but he had basically what amounts to a season like that. So we already saw it, even if it was a kind of a one-game flash, that type of elite talent. All Bobby Slowick did was do the best job to unlock it for him, which was which he did a great job. You know, he did his job to an outstanding level. Then you had D'Amico doing his job, which is giving – CJ, what he needs as a head coach, because CJ had a great relationship with Ryan Day, has a great relationship with D'Amico Ryans. So they did their jobs. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Ultimately, the kid. You know, sometimes you say, okay, Jalen had a great year last year, but I think Shane Steichen really did help him a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that was a very big deal. You look at CJ Stroud. I think these guys just foster the best of CJ Stroud, but CJ Stroud's doing this. He, this is CJ. Yep. And here's CJ talking about what it has meant to be in this organization now since since day one. The conversation I had on the phone with Mr. McNair when I got drafted, it was like, man, like God sent him like to be a part of uh, my life, and uh, Mr. McNair has been amazing as well. Just like, cause, I mean, it's my first team, so I really don't know, but like. A lot of my teammates say, man, a lot of other places aren't like that, you know. So I'm just blessed enough to be um, with them through this time, you know. And um, D'Amico is is a perfect guy for this job, man. He, he brings something out of his players that, like, is indescribable, just like that strain, that, that mental stability, that toughness that he talks about. So, um, man, I can do nothing but just be appreciative and just be thankful for where um, I was picked and, like, the situation we're in now. And um, it's just been a blessing. I promise you he wasn't thinking that on draft day. When he went to the Texans, I don't think. I don't know if he if he thinks like that. I don't know that. I know for a fact <clears throat> he was not that super excited about being a Texan. After the issue, after the little dust-up he had and all that, this was not the spot. He didn't think he was going to be a Texan. I can tell you that. He definitely didn't think he was going to mm-hmm. be a Texan. And I think there were concerns for him because he was going to an organization that was terrible. And now look at him. He's praising Mr. McNair and Mrs. McNair, the organization. What was it's neat. a great spot. Did you it's hear better. him right after the game? He gave all pro- – but if you're a believer, oh, I mean, it was heartfelt. He was yeah. he was crying. <laughs> I know there's people who are – He's re- was, No, he's real about his No, faith. no, no, he was. When it was Tim Tebow, it's like corny this, and yeah. now you can't really say anything about C.J. Stroud. Like, and everything – is was, Jesus and God and yes. walk with him. And it's just, you know, there's people just going, oh, I wish I could say something. He's real about this now. He's oh, yeah. real about it. Well, and he, you know, I was talking to my dad about it a little bit. And he said, and my dad didn't just a little background. He didn't, he didn't grow up. Like when I grew up, we didn't go to church. When I grew up, it was football on Saturday with the Cougars, University of Houston. And then Sunday we'd watch coaches show. And it was, you know, we'd get home late and all that stuff. So we didn't go to church growing up. And, uh, and so, you know, he did when he was young in Kansas and on the farm, blah, blah, blah. But and he started going back to church later in life. And he, you know, because he, he said, I was sitting there after I won a Super Bowl and just felt empty on the on the field. He said, I just felt empty. I won the Super Bowl and I felt like, well, now what? You know, I did, right. didn't give him like this happiness that he thought it would be after his whole career. And so we were we were just talking yesterday and I said, yeah, he's with well, CJ's a real faith based guy because I don't think he had ever seen CJ talk before. And he said, well, and I said, but his calm, and I was talking about his calm and this, that, and the other with him and, and D'Amico Ryans. He goes, well, both of those guys, you know, he goes, that's he said, people can say what they want about the people who are, you know, kind of faith-based, but 
there's a calm that you have with with those kind of guys a lot of time. And he goes, see, and he goes. I know D'Amico has it, but it looks like the C.J. Stroud kid has he it. He really too. does. He really does. And you, it was real after that game. His interview and and how he broke down. Taking a break here in uh, fourteen minutes. What did you learn He's this super weekend? Real. There's no cliches from him. No, none. What did you learn this weekend? In one sentence. That's coming up uh, in about fourteen minutes. Right here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two. If you want to get in here, we got all kinds of sound that we haven't even gotten to yet. So we'll do that. On the other side as well, but if you want to get in, someone three seven eight zero three seven seven six. I'm looking right now at the Daisy Dip, creamy ranch dip, and French onion dip, and it's making me hungry, Bruh, This is a great way to snack while you're watching the game. This is a great way to snack if you got people coming over. You could put out a nice dip like this, and everybody's like, "Wow, that is fantastic!" And people love the dip. So you're going to have the chips out there. You're not going to have the dip. Of course, you're going to have the dip. Daisy dip has been Daisy has been making sour cream forever, and now they've got the Daisy dip, creamy ranch dip, and French onion dip. Pick it up; they're delicious. You're going to love it. Your everybody who comes over is going to love it. It, it. It's all a Daisy dip. Go when you're at the store today. Pick up some Daisy dip, French onion dip, or creamy ranch dip. ESPN 975.com on the Chase Long. On the Chase Long, on the Chase Long, on the Chase Long, all day long, on the Chase Long. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Lance and John. Scratch that. Verse it. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 713-780-3776. I listened to all the sound from the after the game. And by far the best was Will Anderson. Did you see this? Have you seen no. this interview? No. So let's play the whole thing. You have got to imagine Will Anderson about as excited as you could be. He was, you want to talk about, well, you talk about real Dude was thrilled to be where he is and where the Texans are right now. Here's the exchange with Will Anderson after the game. This is what you live for as a little kid, man. And to see everybody dreams coming true, man. Like, just starting rec ball, backyard football, college. <laughs> and then you get here, and these are the type of games that you live for, man. And I know that everybody's super excited, man. We just got to keep going, keep doing us better, man, and just keep grinding and being gritty and just keep just – I'm so hyped right now, man. There's a lot of people talking about the postseason saying you, mm-hmm. if they can get in, the Texans, you better look out. Uh-huh. Is that the feeling inside here? Of course, man. Yeah. I don't say that. We just say you don't want to see a pissed off Texans, man. But it's just, it's just, it's amazing the type of guys we got in here, man. Yeah. The type of guys we got special guys all over the place, man. And I'm like just so happy to be a part of this, man. Like I just got to give a huge shout out to my teammates, man. Because them guys, man, I would, I would rather not be on any team but this team. So if you took care of your job today, you're in the playoffs tomorrow. You could be AFC South champs, depending on what happens. You get to sit back and relax. What are you going to do? What, what, you mean, what, what are you going to do tomorrow? You get to chill during all the football. Ain't no chilling. We got, we got work to do, man. We got to recover. We got to rest, man. We got to get back to it, man. It ain't no chilling. <laughs> if that's not a Texans t-shirt this week, ain't no chilling. ain't no chilling. Ain't no chilling with Will Anderson's face on it. If that's not a T-shirt, then people have done a piss poor job. Then you're piss Renegade poor fan. Texans, P- uh, Apollo Media. If you guys don't have, ain't no chilling. If you don't have, ain't no chilling with with Will Anderson's, you know, his hair. No, yeah, just the hair. Yeah, you, you can could tell his you, like cows. You don't need cows. You could see the outline of his head. Well, Will does wear a helmet the whole game. No, no, no. But you know what Will's look. Right? Well, yeah, but a lot of it, people okay, don't. It ain't DeBrat, like you said. Who no. DeBrat, you don't trust your quarterback no, because he looks like DeBrat. I do now. I okay. do now. That was before. No, the Will Anderson hair with ain't no chilling, that's 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 strong. Well, so I talked to – I was ta- I was doing a write-up on Dallas Turner, the pass rusher for Alabama, and he doesn't stack up to Will Anderson, by the way. you look at There's some good stuff and all that, but – and I was talking to somebody who's inside the Alabama program about him, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's, you know, he's this, this, and this. And unsolicited, he goes, now, look, he ain't Will Anderson. He said, Will was the best leader, the biggest dog on the team. Like, Will Anderson is just built different. Will has edge. Will 
every Will lives and breathes football when he's laying at home in bed. When he's laying at home at night, I imagine he's just doing push-ups. And he said, that's Will Anderson. He goes, you know, that's he's a different breed. And I didn't, you know, I'd heard some stuff like that, but I didn't realize until I talked to this guy that that's who, that's, you know, he painted a, a complete picture of Will Anderson, and now it completely makes sense when I've watched him the whole year. So you got two of those guys. And think about this. You just had, we just heard from the second pick and the third pick. I'd rather be, man, we're so, I'm so lucky and so blessed to be in Houston. Other organizations, I heard players say it's not like, like it is here. Will Anderson, I would rather be nowhere else than this team. Like, okay, two mm-hmm. things that come to mind. <laughs> Holy crap, what a turnaround. But the second thing is, this is why I never buy into everyone saying, well, if it's, if you have this ownership or this, no one will want to come here. No one will want to play here. Free agents won't come. Guess what? Everyone likes to win. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like, people make too big a deal about no one will want to come here Well, if this but happens. no one did want to come here because they weren't winning. It was a crap organization. But there, when you, there is some validity to that. No, there's not when you, when well, you start at, winning. But look how it's how, different. Did you want to be here two years ago or three years ago? No. No, but, no look, one how, did. but look how fast it turns around. You can't act well, like it's always yeah, going to no, be No, 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 no. Because at the top it changed. Because of Hannah. No, because you. And, Hannah. Uh, Casario, okay. D'Amico, Bingo. Okay. You, now you got a what combination. Did, what did Hannah – look, I, I, I think Hannah's been By the way, NBC – or who was it? What, what was the game on NBC? No. Uh, ESPN. ESPN. You just showed Cal after the game? So that was my tweet, and I got like 1,500 <laughs> likes on him. Like, this clearly shows that you don't – the production crew doesn't know the real deal. No. <laughs> they don't know the real deal. But I do want to say, look – we all give Hannah credit for a lot of this, and we should. And behind the scenes, I think she's extremely important. Um, for I think the but what has she done? I think the most important thing that she has done, from what I can tell, is break from under the spell of Jack Easterby and get rid of him. That was the most important thing. Yep. I think you know the. I don't think D'Amico Ryan's. I think any of us could have hired D'Amico Ryan's. That wasn't. I don't think that was a hard move. A hard job. Um, did they listen to Greg Grissom, the team president, and tighten up the – I think Hannah was probably good at saying, hey, we need to upgrade this. You know, I've been to the Rockets because she's more hip. She probably thinks, you know, the Rockets have a bad team, but they have a good in-game experience. They're more hip, the basketball team. They, and one of the big things the Texans did before they changed the football, the you know, the, the football playing was they just – you know, they actually – the in-game stuff is better. Like, they've just – they modernized. It seems like a little deal, but the whole thing needed to be upgraded. Instead of the corny, you know, the corny Texans presentation, it finally was a hip Texans presentation. Yeah. It, so all that stuff, the ancillary stuff mattered. I think Hannah was a big part of that. The football stuff was a combination of Nick and uh, was a combination of Nick and D'Amico, obviously. So yeah, it took it took everyone. It took everyone, but. It also can change that quickly. This this was the biggest embarrassment of an organization that I maybe had ever been a part of as a fan. What had happened for three years, and now it's the cool kids. Yep. Like it took it. This is how quickly it can happen. You know they they hired a new marketing guy. Worst to first, right? Yeah. It happened with Jacksonville. Texans just went worst to worst first. To first. They oh, just did it, it again. It used to happen a lot in the NFC in the NFC South. It happened every year that the it ha- it ha- it can happen in the NFL. With three wins, unlike to any ten other wins? league. Really. Was it four wins last year? Or three. It was three wins. wins. Three to ten. Oh no 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 no! The biggest that's the biggest percentage change in the league. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yep. how quickly it can happen. Yep. So that's why I don't. The idea that everything's going to be terrible forever, you can't think that way because no, we but know the, it doesn't. No, this doesn't happen that often. No. You don't go from three to ten. What's well, miraculous in this kind of yeah, organization? Right. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. What did you? And this better be a good one. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? It's next right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? Right now, I'm learning about home bank. Home bank is a place that you got to get you get your you get your money on, people. Home bank has a deal for you right now. That home bank is offering an, an annual percentage yield of 5.45% on a nine-month CD. This is good money, people. 
This is a great rate that you're going to get on a nine-month CD. You can also take advantage of 5.25% APY on a 14-month CD. But the minimum balance for these rates is just $2,500. You're going to want to put more in it than that. Don't miss out on a great opportunity to score big, big returns with Home Bank with a Home Bank CD. Home Bank has locations all over the city, River Oak, Sugar Land, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, Friendswood. They've been doing this forever, 115 years they've been doing this. Business and personal banking solutions for every need and competitive rates like the 5.45 or the 5.25. Visit home24bank.com for more information. Good for business, good for life. Home Bank, member FDIC. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 Watch out, door Whoa, watch out, says that bird You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios With John Granado and Lance Zerline all right, 746 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Someone 378-0-3776. It's that time where we play what did you learn this weekend in one sentence. So you get one sentence to tell us what you learned. Uh, we got some spots open, and as soon as somebody gets off, you can get in as well. It's 713-780-3776. I'm going I'm to start. Go ahead. I learned this weekend that it's better to be Jake Browning than I thought. That's enough said. That's all. It is better to be Jake Browning than I thought. Fair. There you go. That's it. And he's did you learn enough. anything this weekend? What did I learn this weekend? Okay. I'm trying okay. to stay out of draft. I'm trying, trying to we'll stay out of draft. We'll come back to you because yeah, obviously to you, didn't have the, you didn't have one ready. Uh-uh. All right. Let's go. Uh, Matt, what did you learn this weekend in one sentence? Hey, guys. Hey, I learned that DJ's job is what uh, is what. He sounded like he melted down there. He did melt down. Got nervous. He said, I just can't do this anymore. (laughs) CJ Stroud is the, I didn't get, did he say a bad word or something? No, I think he just He just melted down. Melted, yeah. There was, there was, yeah, some meltage. We've had Okay, guys, listen. We've had meltage. If you're new to this, I know we're going to have a lot of new listeners today Mm -hmm. uh, because you're checking in on Sports Talk whenever, you know, the Texans have just done something incredible which no one thought they could do, and so you want to play this game, what you do is tell us in one sentence something that you learned today. Yeah. I mean, that this you weekend. learned this week. Right. This weekend. 713-780-3776. It could be sports-related. It could be non-sports-related. A lot of times it's not. What a lot of times usually Tom is here, and Tom weekend. usually has something that he learned well, about a woman. What, let's see what Tom, for example. Here. For example, here's Tom. Here's Tom. Tom. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. What I learned this weekend is after all these years, when the Cabo girlfriend gets single and lonely, she's going to call. Mm. Okay. Yes. All right. That's, always, that's fun. Like that. Listen, that's fun when the Cabo girlfriend calls. Absolutely. When she gets lonely. Absolutely. She gets the Cabo girlfriend. I don't have a Cabo girlfriend, so I don't know. So Tom had to tell me that. Mm-hmm. I don't have a Cabo we live. Uh, we live vicariously through Tom. Through Tom. Through Tom to, yeah, to his girlfriends. Uh, Chris, what did you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned that the Atlanta Falcons coach got his feelings hurt on Sunday. <laughs> Did you see it? What happened? Oh yeah. I learned. I learned. Okay. The, I know what I learned now. Jameis. I learned that Jameis Winston is the first quarterback ever to call an audible out of a victory formation. <laughs> That's it. What a dumbass. How funny is that? Man, was Arthur Smith pissed. He's even more pissed today because he lost his job. And Dennis, that's how he goes out. Yeah. With a with victory the, with formation last, touchdown. Oh my god. And Dennis Allen yeah. has to sit there I'm sorry, I, <laughs> I didn't. That's bull. Yo, man, he was pissed. pissed. Man, was he pissed. Mito, what'd you learn this weekend? <laughs> hey. First time caller, long time listener. Hey, welcome in. Um, I'd like to... Uh, we learned that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ answered our prayers and gave us a good coach. Go Texas, baby. Yep, yep. yep. I don't know how much Jesus had to do with the hiring, but okay. Uh, I, I, we, we we should give him credit for everything. So, yeah, we're going to give him credit for D'Amico, Jesus too. Jesus likes CJ. He what? Jesus seems to like CJ. He does like CJ. Well, likes CJ likes Jesus. Like Jesus. Yeah, it starts there. Wait, it feels like Jesus likes CJ, too. Ah. It feels some of like those it. throws. Yep. It some of those like throws, it. I felt like there was something holy going on. 
There was a Holy Ghost explosion out on that field. Mark, what did you learn this weekend in one sentence? That the Texans-Cowboys Super Bowl is still a possibility. Oh, yeah. We, Texans-Cowboys Keep Super hope Bowl. alive. Okay. I don't think the Cowboys can get there per se, but it's okay. It's going to be hard for them. All right. yeah. It's going to be really, a little bit tougher. It's going to be tough for them to get out, but we got oh. Joe Flacco. Right. This is an exciting playoff. So you got Joe Flacco. You've got uh, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. You're playing hits. Playing the hits. Wow. Uh, let's get Jay in here. Jay, what'd you learn this week in one sentence? Yes, I learned that Hannah McNair is my celebrity crush. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Hannah McNair right now, the way she's... Did you see her photo? Did you see her bomb the uh, the cameras? You may not have seen it. She goes, what? Oh yeah, she did her Texans paw. She did well, she, her Texans horns. She was up. crying on the way out of the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is into this. And yeah, I mean, she had to live with it. Yeah, no, no, no. She had. Remember the picture of her where she looked like Stephen Hawking in the I, chair. I hundred percent thought back to that this weekend. Like, yeah. Remember when she was? This is how yeah. Texans football was. She is an embodiment of the city of right, Houston. Right. Right now, this is. I don't know that you could get more popular than Hannah McNair. Right no, now. Hannah McNair is right up there at the top. No, she's right there. Uh, Keith. And she's, and she's cougary? Yeah. I mean, she's cougary. I, I'm just saying. Another man's I'm, wife, I think I'm stating okay. a fact. Del, it's another man's wife. No, no, no. Okay. I'm just saying. She's, that's, that's, that's the vibe. Disrespectful. Yeah. Del, you can speak it's to it. It's disrespectful. No, it I didn't a little say. Bit, a little bit. Cougars I, I are on the loose. Okay. She's, you, Del, not, she's not, not looking for. She's Del, looking for that. I'm just. No, dude, she's not cougar. Wait, they're not on the loose, right? Yes, they are. That's the whole point of being a cougar. cougar She's not a cougar. I'm not allowed to say the other one. M I L. Well, you've already spelled. Well, I thought cougar is just a mindset. Just an. No, it's not a mindset. It's actually it's what they're attempting to do. They're on the loose, and she's not doing that. No, she's not doing that. But but she's look. The city has a crush on her. You couldn't have just right said now. she's an attractive the woman. Yeah, she's, a, she's an attractive woman. She's an attractive woman, and the city there. has a crush on her, and she's well. and she is the embodiment of the fan base actually in an owner suite. Thank is you. Is that fair? Thank you. Yes. Is all that, fair? All okay. that was fine. That's the, all the fine. stuff before well, long, you. Yeah. It's, it's faster to well, say it's cougary. only one sentence, so let's get to Keith. Keith, what'd you learn in one sentence? Hey, guys. I learned this weekend that after a year in between starts, Carson Wentz still has some juice. <laughs> Carson Wentz does not have beat it, Keith, with Carson Wentz. Yeah, so for those excited. of you that are new to the show, Keith calls about Carson Wentz. He was so excited that twice Wentz or three got times shot. a week. Uh, Bobby, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned that after four years, seeing that Texans wild card at four thirty on Saturday hit like crack in the eighties. Yeah. 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 It, it it's does. what they do. It does hit do. like crack in the How about they got it's the seventh time and they it's the <clears throat> seventh time they got the Saturday afternoon game. I've never game. been more excited about it. I know. It's great, but it's still man, I thought they'd be Saturday night or CJ Stroud. Did you guys Who's anybody the other see game? it? It's oh. the chi- Well, listen, it's Jeez. even better though. Did you see the Chiefs are on Peacock and that's it? That's it. What? The Texans are on NBC and Peacock. The Chiefs are on Peacock. No, that can't be true. It's the truth. You don't have a Saturday night football game? Yes, Peacock. They've been promoting that for a while. Yes. So they're doing this to force people into Peacock. Yes. And, you know, they're they, – oh, listen, somebody tweeted Did out. She move? Power move. They're trying to get all the Swifties to sign up for Peacock. Oh. <laughs> Power move. Wow, by Roger I never Goodell. thought about that. Uh, who's next? Kevin, what would you learn this weekend in one sentence? Kevin, you there? Yeah. yeah. I'm here. Go ahead. Done. I got one question. I got one question, buddy. So can Mondays be considered the weekend? Mondays? No, last Monday or today? Okay, today. Go. No, like today. Go. Yeah, you got one yeah, sentence. Yeah, one sentence, Kev. Do it. Ain't no chill, bro. Ain't no chill. I learned ain't no chill. <laughs> I, I learned- it ain't no chill. Ain't no chill. That's what you learned. Will Anderson, this yeah, Will Anderson. Ain't no chill. Yeah, that's why he asked if Monday was Monday considered counts, weekend. Monday counts. Monday counts. Monday yeah. counts. If you learned it this he morning. He said it over the weekend. That's right. He did say it over the weekend. So we'll count that. David, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Um, I learned that you two are. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. 
David. You... <laughs> David. <laughs> so, David's so funny. So niche. Uh, Lou, Lou, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Ain't no chili. I learned that Paul Gallant came out of the closet by butt chugging a Bud Light and spraying it everywhere like champagne. He was spraying Bud Light all over? I didn't see that. Was he? I don't know. I didn't see it. No. The guy said he was butt-chugging Bud Light. Oh. Why, did, what? Why is Paul catching Well, it? Paul had a video cast. I he did a video cast during the game. I don't know if you heard, game. but uh, Spencer says he's not gay anymore or something. I don't think he ever was. Well, I don't know. It's, he, it, and, he leans into that. Right. People saying that about him, he leans into it. But Paul, now, will Paul be, will he have Texas stuff on today? Absolutely. 100%. And a cowboy hat, probably. You think cowboy hat? Uh, probably. Yeah. Predict what Paul wears today. Okay. Underrated mess. What'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned, excuse me, I learned that Titan fans are super sensitive. Oh. oh. No, they have been. They have been super sensitive. But, but you know they what? Thank, we thank them. Yeah. I mean, thank you, Vrabel. Thank you. You know, I love that game this weekend. I love the Titans against yeah. the Jaguars. Jaguars play bad, and Vrabel, Vrabel doesn't care. Yep. His, Vrabel will keep his team playing. Yep. No, Vrabel no, no, will keep his no. team playing. They played for him. I know they look terrible against the Texans, but I thought they had a very legitimate chance to win this game. Uh, oh, you shut it all down, though? You shut Do it down. Do you know that I had we the like, We want to keep going. My I score don't care prediction, about the time. My score prediction People in game analysis. People want to one sentence. Yeah, what do you... Oh, you know, cor- there's corporate Oh, uh, no, that's Dolphin Dell. company man Dell. He's all pissed off. Know, or they can just call the other side. I don't care how many segments today. Today. You can't even talk to you today. You know that? You can't even talk I was. I talked throughout this segment. What the hell are you talking about? No, you're pissed. Look, Jason McIntyre We lost the game. We suck. You get a new left-handed Tua. This one has two ACL tears and two shoulder injuries. Yeah. Your other one has concussions. Look at him. him. I don't know what you want me to respond to. You want me to add my brand of nonsense to a Texan celebration? Because that's not what I do. I don't celebrate the Texans. No, but you're shutting this down. You're shutting it down. We had a segment where people wanted to get in. We had at least two to three more that we could have got in. Well, it was 7.56. That's time to go to Okay, everybody, Dell's a jerk. Dell's a jerk today because the Dolphins lost. It actually is time to go. Hard out. Okay. Okay, let's keep doing it on the other side. Yeah, I don't care if you do it on the other side. Okay. You want to keep everyone on the line and let them get in, John, on the other side? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If people want to continue, okay, that's learn fine. This weekend in one I'm not sure why you limit oh, it to one segment. If people look still want to call he in, just dabbed with tornado a spin dab. dab, tornado dab. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, we got to have high winds and hail today. I don't know if you heard, but that's another story. What else is a story? Is maybe Dell needs to be called by HRP. Maybe HR needs to step on, step in on his attitude today. What HR? If you, if that you, one woman down the hall. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> no she HR-P. calls HRP. She'll That's call Chris happened. Fisher to come in here and rough yeah. you up. Yeah, Chris Fisher might so come in. So the HR department comes and beats up employees? Yeah. Maybe. I wish. Maybe. I wish. That would be great. I don't think they'll do that. but That would be awesome if Chris Fisher came and beat you up. I wish Chris what Fisher would try. Had right. a bunch of enforcers. I wish he would come down All here. Right, we'll come down he's there a good act. and straighten things out. It's your business. Yeah. HR and P. We'll come down and give them the what for. If they get a little mouthy, HRP will come in and get things straightened up. Thank you. That's how HRP should be. That's how HR should be. And you know, that's not the way HRMP does, goes about it. But that's, you know, that's another story. That's the way we'd like it to happen. But it's not happening that way. Here's the deal is they'll handle all of your HR needs. Here's the deal. They're going to handle all your payroll needs. They're going to handle all your uh, your um, tax needs. They're uh, experts in the Affordable Care Act. They have all different options for you with your 401k and your benefit packages and your insurance packages. They're not going to stick you with the ones that they are selling because they don't sell those. What they do is payroll, HR, and taxes. And if you're looking for that kind of company that is going to save you money, let them come and break down your company, and he's going to see how much money that they can save you. And trust me, it it could be it could be substantial. All at hrp.net, 281-880-6525 or hrp.net. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, right where you belong. The rest belongs to me. Welcome to Shawshank.